I wish I could say that this is from a dystopian movie, but sadly not. Judges have been told to not send rapists to prison for some time, or even to release them early. Because guess what? Prisons in the UK are full. Hello, I'm Hayden Appleby, and this is Utter Truth with Hayden Appleby. And what you just heard is right, everybody. The Independent reports that, quote, Defendants convicted of some of the most serious crimes, including rape and burglary, will reportedly face delays in going to prison from next week because jails are virtually full. The Crown Court's sentencing hearings are set to be delayed to keep down prison populations, leaving anyone on bail either free in the community or held in cells in magistrates' courts. Quote, well, of course, soon enough, the magistrates' court cells will also be full and more rapists than ever will be walking free on the streets of England. This truly is surreal and it's already happening because there are a record number of rape suspects wandering the streets. Yes, that is a real statistic. The article also goes on to report that, quote, justice ministers are understood to have proposed some prisoners be released early. So as if UK prison sentences aren't already lenient and short enough, we will now be releasing rapists even earlier. Obviously, this is a huge slap in the face to anyone who has ever been a victim of rape, sexual assault, grooming, or a sexual crime of any kind. So you would think that the police are really focusing on nailing and knuckling down on sexual and other serious crimes amid the crisis in the justice system. But oh no, some some of them are really not doing this. Here are six officers at Lawrence Fox's house because he threatened to take down a ULES camera. Look how many coppers there are in my house. Look at them coming to steal everything, take everything out of my house. That, ladies and gentlemen, is the country that we live in. And in case that wasn't good enough for you, here are two officers from the other day interrogating a woman for standing and praying silently in her head on the street. You're here as part of an organised protest? No. You're not. Are you part of a pro-life organisation or pro-choice organisation? I am, but I'm not here in that capacity. Okay. Are you protesting? No. Are you here to pray for the lives of unborn children? Uh, It's a little bit leading, but no, I'm not. Okay. Uh, Can your actions be carried out elsewhere? I can pray elsewhere, but I I want to pray here today. Right. Why have you chosen the location here to stand? Yeah, so this whole situation is obviously despicable, but it's also just nonsensical. Literally, a three-year-old could figure out a solution to this issue that they're struggling so much to work out. You either build more prisons, you know, you put taxpayer funds to good uses for once, or you delay the imprisonment and, you know, release early and all of this that they're doing of petty criminals, not of those who have committed some of the worst crimes. 
Or why don't we stop jailing and interrogating and wasting our time and money on people who are peacefully protesting and praying and instead maybe put our time to stopping the bad guys like the rapists. I'm just struggling to understand where our elected officials and representatives' brains are. I can tell you one thing for sure. These conservative Tories, yeah, they're really not that conservative and they're really not representing us. You can now buy me a coffee for as little as $5 through the link in the description down below to support the work of this channel and independent media around the world. Thank you so much. Speaking of criminals and some police officers and the justice system not doing what it should be doing, the disgusting rise of anti-Semitism since the invasion of Israel a couple of weeks ago is truly a worrying sight. It is a time for all of us to take a deep breath, to hold our family and those we love close, and to remember to practice love. Throughout the UK and the US, we have seen horrifying sights. Take a look, for example, at this swastika from Long Island in the US. We've seen a protester in Illinois holding a sign that calls for us to, quote, keep the world clean and which features the Israeli flag, as you can see, unless you're watching this in podcast form, being put in a bin, likely symbolising the eradication of Israeli citizens. Here is a similar sign from a protest in London. Some extreme pro-Palestinian protesters and members of an Islamic extremist group have also called for jihad on the streets of London. Take a look at this. And others are a little less subtle about their extreme anti-Semitism. I do not now, nor will I ever condemn Hamas. Huh, yeah, so it's kind of no wonder I'd say that three Jewish schools have now closed, quote, in the interest of safety. I think many of us have heavy hearts at this time with the videos that have been circulating and the things we've been seeing. I believe that now more than ever, the Jewish people need everybody to stand in solidarity with them, but also peaceful Muslims, peaceful people of all faiths who are being affected by seeing their brothers and sisters being slaughtered both in Israel, in Palestine and all around the world. My position has been clear from the start. I unequivocally condemn terrorism of any kind and I'm struggling to see how that is a controversial stance and how some on the right and some on the left and everywhere in between are suggesting otherwise. But it's also interesting how the establishment is so set on dangerous people who are saying things like there are only two genders and that illegal immigration is negative and this is all extreme hate speech that we should be focusing on so much. But when real hatred is on the streets of London, they are being ignored by so many. But I always like to end on a message of hope. 
just know that there are a lot of folk who are standing up against the hatred and are standing up for love. We really do need it now. Um, We need to take a pause from screaming politics, I think, every now and then and simply remind those around us that we love them. I was going to deliver some big spiel about all the facts and get all journalist for you. But actually, I just want to hold an emotional space for us to connect to all of us. Because it doesn't make you a lefty. It doesn't make you woke. It doesn't make you a sheep. To stop supporting bloodshed. I'll end with this image that has been widely circulated on social media, showing that I believe the vast majority believe in being good people, protecting each other and acting with love. Quote, how can you pray for one without praying for the other? Anyone who does not love does not know God because God is love. That is a biblical quote from the book of John. And whether you're a Christian or not, it shows the importance of standing in unity and moving away from division now and always. Love matters and there will be solutions to everything I've discussed in today's episode. I truly believe that. Let's keep the hope and let's recognise the humanity in each and every one of us because we all come in the same way and we will all go out the same way too. That is all the time we have left for today, I'm afraid. But please do watch the episode on screen if you enjoyed this one. Stay committed to true, free, independent media and news. You can find me at all the links in the description down below. Thank you so much for watching. Peace and love will and always do win. God wins and I'll see you on Friday. Thank you so much, my friends. Oh, <laughs>